The following program is sponsored by Wilson Financial Group and Mott & Associates, which is solely responsible for its content. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through J.W. Cole Advisors, Wilson Financial Group, and Mott & Associates. J.W. Cole Financial and J.W. Cole Advisors are unaffiliated entities. The opinions expressed by Jude Wilson and Mike Mott should not be construed as specific investment, legal, or tax advice. All economic and performance information is historical and not indicative of future results. Investing may involve Involve the risk of loss of principal. Any tax advice on this show is not intended to be used by any person for the purpose of avoiding U.S. federal or state tax penalties that may be imposed on such person, and each listener should seek advice from their tax advisor or legal counsel on topics that arise from the show. Jude Wilson and Mike Mott are not providing legal or tax advice. Nothing should be construed as solicitation of an offer to buy securities. Welcome to Retirement by Design with Jude Wilson and Mike Mott. Your retirement is too important to leave for fate to decide. Using holistic wealth planning, we can help you craft a meaningful financial future. Retirement by Design starts now. Welcome to Retirement by Design. I'm Walter Storholt alongside the great team at the newly merged company of Mott & Associates and Wilson Financial Group. Holistic Wealth Managers, Jude Wilson and Mike Mott, serving you throughout Florida with offices in Orlando and Bradenton. You can find us online at retirementbydesignpodcast.com. Let's introduce you to the voices on the inaugural Retirement by Design podcast. First up is Jude Wilson. Hey, Jude, how are you doing today? Hey, good morning, Walter. How are you? Doing fine. Looking forward to our chat today as we're going to be talking about some of the things that we can't control and some of the things that we can and how they can help us kind of deal with those things that we can't control. But before we get to that, let's also say hello to Mike Mott. Hey, Mike. Good morning, Walter. That's just like a voice for audio right there. I'll tell you what, Mike, you've just, <laughs> you've brought your A game today. So the, a, a seasoned veteran voice, it sounds like on the show. We'll all have to try and uh, play catch up, Jude. I don't know if we can match that level of richness in Mike's voice. <laughs> well, uh, we have work to do. <laughs> all right, well, let's jump into the content today because, as I mentioned, we're talking about things that we can't control. And fortunately, we've got these things that we can control to help us deal with the things that we can't. We'll give you a couple of examples on the podcast today and talk about solutions to some of these problems. One major problem, Jude and Mike, that I'm sure you talk to clients with about all the time is that you can't really control what happens in the market. The market's going to do whatever it wants to do, and we can't really you know, influence it in one way or another. However, we can control how much risk we expose ourselves to when it comes to the market. How do you use the thing that you can control, that level of risk, to deal and combat the thing that we can't control, the movements of the market? Well, Walter, that's a great question. It's something that we face all the time when talking to clients and trying to design portfolios that fit their particular situation and the goals that they're trying to accomplish. One of the things that we can control is asset allocation. And that's, you know, just a a fancy word for how are you dividing your assets into the different type of investments? In fact, there was a study done years ago on pension funds, and it showed that 90% of the variability basically the risk and volatility in the return of the of the pension was due to asset allocation. What did you divide your money into the different categories? So when we're meeting with clients and trying to decide, okay, what goals are you trying to accomplish? What's your time frame? 
one of the most important things that we're looking at is what level of risk can the client afford to take? And then matching that to asset allocation that fits that goal and that time frame. And I think one of the other key pieces to that, Jude, is time. If we extend the period of time that someone's in the market, that does give us a little bit more opportunity to, to make it a little more predictable. Absolutely. The longer that somebody's in the market, the, the more likelihood that the rate of return that they are expecting might happen. We know that there's nothing guaranteed in the market, but we know that if we expand our time horizon, it's the longer time we can spend in the market, the more likely it is, the more predictable that we will achieve the rates of return that we're looking for. Mike, I couldn't agree with you more. I think also things that we need to think about when uh, clients are looking at their portfolio is what exactly is risk to you? Oftentimes a client will say, well, I, I can't take any risk. I'm going to put my money in something that's 100% secured or has a guarantee like a CD. But what they're not contemplating is that there's even risk to that. And the major risk to that is inflation and taxes. So if we're not keeping up with the rate of inflation, we're actually losing purchasing power. So it has to do with educating the client about exactly what you can control. And those are the things that we are providing additional value for. For instance, we use a philosophy that all our clients will, will be accustomed to hearing called the bucket plan. And that's basically segmenting the client's money into specific buckets for specific purposes and specific timeframes. And that kind of goes to Mike's point about how much time you have, time being one of the great equalizers. I think it's interesting to look at it from that angle, Jude, and, and talk about the tools that you have at your disposal to deal with some of these things that you can't control. Not to get super personal on our first podcast together, guys, but a short little story from when I was young. I used to be scared of everything. When, when I was a little kid, we're talking probably, I don't know, seven, eight, nine years old, somewhere in that range just literally scared to death of every possible thing you can imagine. One example in particular were thunderstorms. I just couldn't, it was paralyzing the fear. If there was a chance of thunderstorms, I worried about it all day. If there was a dark cloud on the horizon, whatever we were out doing as a family, I couldn't focus. I would start to get nervous. And if there was a roll of thunder or a distant flash of lightning, we had to be out of there and we had to be back home. We had to be in the basement, even if it was just a simple little springtime thunderstorm or downpour, that kind of thing. It was just really paralyzing to our family. And uh, my parents were just really frustrated trying to figure out, you know, why I was having all of these fears. Story for another day. We think we've traced it back now to watching too much. Uh, you remember the show Rescue 911, where Absolutely. they would have these like dramatic, you know, reenactments of basically everything <laughs> and bad that could happen to you in the world. <laughs> we we think we traced it back to watching too many uh, episodes of that when I was young. <laughs> but uh, I, I actually went and saw uh, a psychologist who who dealt with you know children, uh, a, a child psychologist, I guess you would officially call it. And it was actually a really simple fix, if you want to look at it that way. He said, basically, Walter's got the fears of a grown adult, but the seven-year-old's ability to process them and deal with them. And so he said, rather than trying to shield or shelter him from the bad things, which is what my parents had been trying to do when I was little, 
trying to make sure that I didn't see the weather channel or the, the weather prediction for that day, or if there was a dark cloud trying not to let me see it, you know, those kinds of things. He said, you actually need to arm him with more information. You need to educate him about what's happening. Let him be aware of it. And so that's what they did. They flipped it around and they let me absorb, you know, the news for that day so I could be informed and get educated and, you know, watch the storms and see how they form and understand what's safe to do and what's not safe to do when they approach. And it just totally changed the mentality. And I went from, you know, being deathly afraid of storms and, and you know, other things in life to being able to enjoy them, celebrate them, respect and understand them. Totally different, you know, dynamic to be able to kind of view the world through that lens. This in a totally different way is very similar, though, finding these things that you can't control and then, you know, using them to help understand and have perspective on those things that you can't. Another great example in the financial realm would be that we can't control how long we're going to live, for the most part at least, but you can control how much emphasis you put on creating lifetime income streams. How often do you find yourselves having conversations like that with your with your clients? Probably every day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> that for our clientele is, you know, one of their major goals is I've worked hard all my life. Now I want to get to the point where I can enjoy the fruits of my labor, but I don't want to worry about running out of money. And so going back to our bucket planning philosophy, it is the technique that we use most often in our firm, not only to help clients with their asset allocation, as we talked about before, but to structure their investments in a way that they feel with a high degree of confidence that they're going to have the income that they need when they need it. And that income is going to last the remaining of their life. You know, it's so true that if you think about it, almost everybody has buckets. So many times you'll talk to clients and they have money segregated here and segregated there for specific goals. And that's why we thought the bucket planning philosophy made so much sense if we created three buckets, a now bucket, a soon bucket, and a later bucket with specific timelines for each one, the now bucket meaning the money that you need right now in the next year or two, the soon bucket meaning money that you might need sooner than later, we use a 10-year window for that, and then finally a later bucket, the money that you might need later, 10 year, 11 years plus, you can take some very specific moves in how you allocate money to those three buckets. And I've never presented it to a client that they didn't get it. I think that's the critical piece of it is, you know, once you educate them and they get, they are able to process it, to see how you've divided those assets into those three buckets, that empowers them and gives them a lot more confidence to know that their assets are gonna run out. Yeah, confidence is, I think, a big thing when it comes to dealing with the things that we can't control. And also segmenting things down into buckets helps it make it easier for us to understand kind of what's happening in the background and how to approach these things. Speaking of things that we can't control, uh, this is a, maybe a pretty obvious one. But, I mean, maybe you could argue this, I guess, with, uh, you know, the power of our vote these days. But in all honesty, we really can't control what tax rates are are going to look like in the future. But we can't control how much of our wealth you leave in places that are going to be taxed in the future. Taxes has to be a really important conversation when it comes to retirement, guys, but I feel like a lot of people aren't aren't thinking about it in the forefront enough. And that's exactly right. Unfortunately, there's a, a large amount of people that 
on April 15th, it's a big surprise as to how much taxes they're going to pay, literally, rather than maybe doing some proactive planning. Uh, a lot of folks have a tax preparer, but they don't have a tax planner. You know, if you think about this, we've just had another tax reduction. That act is scheduled to sunset in 2026. We literally could be sitting here in the lowest tax environment that we're ever going to see for the rest of our lives. And that's a pretty bold statement. But if you kind of look at historical tax rates compared to today, you realize that just how incredibly low tax rates are today. If you're not thinking ahead, there are so many things that are coming to, at people as they go into retirement. There's, you know, most of their assets might be sitting in things like qualified assets like IRAs and 401ks. Someday they're going to start collecting Social Security, which could become taxable at certain tax rates. Someday they're going to be faced with required minimum distributions where they have to take money from their IRAs. And one of the things that a lot of people miss out is, especially in a couple, one day one of them is going to be single. And tax rates on a single person is much higher than a married couple as far as on the same income levels. So being proactive you literally might want to take an elect to pay some tax on some qualified plans by doing Roth conversions today at a lower tax rate that might literally be lower than the tax rates that are going to be in existence in the future when you're retired. You might want to start taking income now before you start Social Security because that additional income might make more of your Social Security taxable. And then last but not least, they'll come this day when you have to begin to take taxes out when you're having to take money out after 70 and a half, which is the required minimum distributions. And that is going to be at a tax rate that you have no idea today what it's going to be. At least today, we can begin to proactively plan with a known. We know what the tax rates are today. So you can plan today. You can't really know what tax rates are going to be in the future. Yeah, Mike, I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I think all too often, we don't realize that when we're saving for our future, particularly at our jobs with our 401ks or 403bs or IRAs, we've got a secret or silent partner in that account. That tax bill, our silent partner, is going to come due at some point in the future. And so we are all of us are required to pay our taxes, but there was a famous chief justice, and I can't remember his name right now, who said we're all required to pay taxes, but no more than what we're required to pay. So in that respect, we've got to use all of the rules and the options that we have to legitimately reduce our taxes. But most of our clients, that's not their day-to-day -day thing is to try to figure out all of the strategies, all of the rules that are available that's why they come to us. And lately, that's been a big part of our practice is trying to is meeting with clients and saying, hey, you know, did you think about maybe doing a Roth conversion for this? Or are you contributing to tax efficient investments? And that really does make a difference. You know, I tell a story. If all the all the listeners would just do one thing, put out a piece of paper and draw three boxes, a very small box a box that's twice as big as the first box, and then a very big box. And then my question to you is, which box do you want to pay the tax on? If you imagine that's a qualified plan, do you want to pay on the little box, the middle box, or the big box? Everybody says the little box. But that's exactly the opposite of what they're doing because they're contributing 
small amounts of money to the little box, it grows into a big box someday. And then they prefer that and they're actually paying taxes on the big box. It's amazing too. Uh, I actually just was drawing boxes. Sorry, it took took me a second to get back to the microphone. <laughs> Perfect, good job. <laughs> and then I started doodling other things and got distracted. Now, <laughs> it's helpful to illustrate these things sometimes, and putting it in those terms is helpful. I think that you don't want to pay tax on the big box. On the little box is the way to go. And uh, sometimes we're able to break it down that simple. Other times, though, it's not so simple. Jude and Mike, one more item before we uh, wrap up the podcast for today as we talk about things you can't control and the things that you can. And it's going to circle around here to Social Security. And we can't control what's really going to happen with Social Security 5, 10, 15, 30 years into the future. But we can control how much emphasis we put on our plan with Social Security being a, you know, a major factor. You know, there's a couple of facts. I mean, you know, everybody's gotten a Social Security statement that talks about that uh, Social Security trust funds going to run out in, in 2036, I believe it is. And then it says that the income for the typical person on Social Security is going to go down, but it's going to go down to 75% of what they were getting. I kind of look at that going, I don't think that's really going to happen. I believe that, you know, Congress will do something about that. But those people that are not on Social Security now, those people that aren't going to be on Social Security early are going to probably find a completely different situation when it comes to Social Security. I think it be, won't be anything close to what it is today. So what do we do about it? Well, the first thing we must do is plan for the future by starting to save for retirement. I call it saving up to pay a bill that's due in the future because someday we're going to have to start making paying bills in retirement. And if we haven't saved for them, if we haven't created our own social security or our own pension plan by saving for them ourselves, we're going to have a real problem in the future. Social security is one of those areas where people have a lot of questions about, and there's so many myths. Is social security going to run out in my time frame? Should I take my social security benefit early versus late? And what I'm starting to find with some of our younger clients is they don't want to count on Social Security at all in their planning. And it's really two large extremes where some people want to know when they should take Social Security and other people don't even want to include it in their planning. The bottom line is Social Security is going to be there for most of us. And we should include it in the planning, but we've got to customize that plan to each individual client and, and, and their particular situation. So the things that we can control, saving and planning ahead. Well, Jude and Mike, can you guys, before we wrap up the podcast, point us in the right direction for where we can get more information about utilizing these tools and these strategies, the buckets that you've talked a little bit about on today's show? Where else can we get more information about this other than, you know, listen to the 20-minute podcast? Where can I delve in to learn more? Well, our clients have heard us talk about the buckets, and, and we've even, in our meetings, have mentioned the Bucket Plan book. And so if you'd like to get a copy of the Bucket Plan book, just give our office a call and we'll send you out a free copy. That'll go into a lot more detail than we were able to do today. Okay. Again, if you want to get the uh, copy of that book, all you have to do is go to retirementbydesignpodcast.com. You can get in touch through the website there or just call the team at 800 779 
800-779-4592. That's 800-779-4592. If you have not read the book and tapped into that resource yet, great opportunity to do so now. 800-779-4592 to reach Jude Wilson and Mike Mott, your holistic wealth managers right here on Retirement by Design. Guys, thanks for your help here on the first podcast and look forward to many more of these with you both as we head into the future. And until then, we'll talk to you on the next podcast. Thank you, Walter. Yeah, thanks, Walter. We appreciate it. For Jude Wilson and Mike Mott, I'm Walter Storholt. We'll talk to you again next time on Retirement by Design. The preceding program is sponsored by Jude Wilson and Mike Mott, which is solely responsible for its content.